welcome to the New Christian Life Church's live stream, where the pastors are Pastors Richard and Emma Butler, and we are so glad that you are joining us today. No matter what it may look like, we believe and know that God is in control. He is an ever-present help in the time of trouble, Psalms 46 and 1. And with the help of modern technology, we can gather virtually to praise, worship, and minister God's Word. If this is your first time tuning in, we would like to give you a special welcome. You could have picked any church's live stream, but you chose ours, and we thank you for that. Our mission is to go to the highways and hedges to share God's Word throughout the world, whether it be in person, at our church, or virtually on your phone, tablet, computer, or smart TV. Make sure to like and follow us on social media at Spotify, iTunes, Facebook, and Instagram. And share this with your family and friends. Thanks again for joining us. We appreciate it and we appreciate you. Morning, New Christian Life Church. Thank you for joining in this morning to hear what the Lord has to say to us today. We are happy that you tuned in. We are thankful that you tuned in. We are thankful that you are still interested in hearing what God has to say. God has been good. He is still good. He is amazing and he is going to continue to be good in our lives. Amen. Hallelujah. So let's just start. Let's open up with a word of prayer. Uh, we're going to go forth before the throne of God. Heavenly Father, we thank you for being with us, Father God. Lord Jesus, we thank you that we have the opportunity to come before your throne boldly by the blood of Jesus. And Lord, we thank you for the peace that passes all understanding that you have blessed each and every one of our families with. And Father, we pray right now for the body of New Christian Life Church. Lord, we thank you for each member. Father, we thank you how you have covered them with your blood, how you continue to cover us with your blood, how you continue to walk with us, Father God, and how you comfort us, Father God, when we need comfort. And Father, we thank you right now, Father, for the Holy Spirit that rules and that reigns in our lives. Lord Jesus, you have been our Savior and is still our Savior, and we thank you. You're our master, you're our Lord, and you're our friend. And Jesus, we thank you for being our friend. And right now, Lord, we release peace and comfort over the body of New Christian Life Church. Lord, we thank you that you continue to surround us with your goodness. You continue to give the angels charge over us. And Holy Spirit, we ask you in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth that you teach us today. Holy Spirit, think through my mind, speak through my vocal cords, and I decree that the word of God will go forth unhindered in the name of Jesus by any demonic force, in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you right now. We honor you and we praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. If you could just take a minute just to worship, just to praise him. We thank you, Jesus. We magnify your name, Jesus. You are the King. You are the Lord. You are El Shaddai. God, there is none like you. Thank you, Jesus, for what you have done. Thank you, Jesus, for showing yourself mighty 
in our lives. Lord Jesus, we love you. Lord Jesus, we praise you. Lord Jesus, we glorify you. There is none like you. Glory to your name, Jesus. We thank you, Lord. So today, church, I just come to you to encourage you in your faith. This is our church anniversary month. Hallelujah. And we are excited that New Christian Life is still going on and still going strong. And one of the one of the foundations that New Christian Life Church was built upon is faith. So we are going to encourage you, or the Holy Spirit is going to encourage us, not just you, but me too, in this word and encourage our faith just to keep moving in faith. Faith, again, is a foundation that we were founded upon. Faith, prayer, praise, worship, we were founded upon those things, a love of God, the love of God's people. So we're going to talk about faith. Hallelujah. So if you have your Bibles, if you could turn to Hebrews chapter 12, verse 2. We're going to start there today. And what our topic is really is faith living, how we live by faith. Amen. And the just shall live by faith. And there are some things, some key things that the Lord impressed upon me that I do believe that he wants to remind us of. These are things that you may already know. These are things that is familiar with you, to you, but God wants to reinforce them in you this morning. Hallelujah. So we're going to start with Hebrews chapter 12, verse two. And the first point that God wants to remind us of, or wants to refresh us in, is that we must remember that Jesus is the author of faith. Jesus is the author of the faith that you already have. Jesus is the author of your faith. He's the author of my faith. And not only is he the author, but he's also the finisher. Amen. He's the author and he's also the finisher. So that lets us know, child of God, that it's not in our strength. Hallelujah. It's not in what we can do, but it's all in Jesus and what he has done already. Hallelujah. And what he is doing in our lives to help us achieve that maturity or perfection of faith that he achieved. Jesus is our big brother. Amen. He's our big brother and he was our example of faith. And he wants to remind us that yes, he is here to walk us through because it's not in our own strength. It is all in him. So Hebrews chapter 12, verse two, it reads like this. It says, this is the King James version. It reads, looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith who for the joy was set before him, endured the cross, despising the shame, and set down and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. So what we want to really focus on is the part where it says, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith looking unto Jesus, who is the author. And when you think about the author, when you look at the Greek, the word author comes from archegos, which means leader or beginner. And that comes from also the, the Greek word archi, which, by which anything begins. So and when you think about that, think about where it comes from, archi. What does that sound like the beginning of? 
architect. Hi, amen. And actually, that is where the we get the word architect. It is derived from that Greek word archi, which means an architect is a divisor or a maker or creator of a thing. Just think about that. The maker or creator of a thing. So what we are saying here that Jesus, he is the maker. He is the creator of faith. Jesus is the maker. He is the creator of our faith, your faith, my faith. Faith isn't something that you create. Hallelujah. Faith is something that Jesus, Father God, has already created. Thank you, Lord. And has placed it on the inside of you. So you don't, child of God, you don't have to muster up faith. You don't. You don't have to work to get faith. You don't. You have to understand that Jesus, he is the author. He is the beginner. He is the maker. And he is the creator of your faith. Hallelujah. So right now, just wherever you are, just say, thank you, Jesus, for being the creator and the maker of my faith. Yes, he is. Glory to God. And then not only is he the author, it says, and he is the finisher of our faith. He is the finisher. The word finisher is a, a, a perfecter, meaning Jesus has perfected faith. Jesus is in his own right, in who he was, he raised faith to its perfection and set, before, set it before us as an example. Here's what I mean. Jesus is the one that walked out faith to its perfection. He's the one that did that. And then because he has done that, he has now set his example before us. The high example, he is the highest example of faith. So look at, listen, listen to this. Jesus created the faith that's in you. And not only did he create the faith, create the faith, but he also walked out faith in his life to its perfection. Yes, he did. So when Paul says that Jesus is the author and the finisher of our faith, what he's saying is Jesus created it and then Jesus showed us how to walk it out. Glory to God. That's good. So you might say, wait, wait, wait. So what, what is faith? Now we know in Hebrews 11, 1, it says that faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. And I like the way the Amplified Version says that, says it. It says faith, faith, it comprehends as fact what cannot be experienced by the physical senses. So when you say Jesus is the author and the finisher of our faith, what we are saying is Jesus is the, the creator and he is the one that has walked it out perfectly. That which we comprehend is fact, but we might not be able to experience by physical senses. The substance of things hoped for 
and the evidence of things not seen. That is what your faith is. It's the substance of what you might not see right now because you cannot experience it by your physical sense of your sight, but you know that it is fact. Hallelujah. Example, if you are believing God, God said he will supply all your need according to his riches in glory. So when he says that, you take that as fact, that I might not see the need supplied now, but it is a fact that Jesus has already supplied it. Glory to God. That is good. That is good. That is good. Hallelujah. Like in Jesus' life, when he walked on this earth, glory to God, when he went about healing the sick, he went about, uh, here's an example, when Peter needed to pay taxes and Peter went to Jesus and he asked him about taxes and Jesus told Peter, he said, render unto Caesar the things that are Caesar and unto God the things that are God. And then he told Peter to go down and he found the, 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 the tax money in, in the fish. They didn't see it, but it was there. The faith is, the faith was the fact that God was supplied the need and he supplied the need. Now, I, I want to read to you Hebrews chapter 12 out of the, the Passion Translation. I, and it really breaks it down for all of us. And we'll see exactly what the Lord is saying. You know, it says, uh, looking unto Jesus in the King James, who is the author and the finisher of our faith. Let's see how the, the Passion Translation says it. It says, we look away from the natural realm and we fasten our gaze unto Jesus who birthed faith within us and who leads us forward into faith's perfection. So, so see, see here, he said, we look away from the natural realm, what we can see, we look away from that. We look away from what may be going on around us. We look away from that and we fasten our gaze or we look to our Lord Jesus who birthed faith in us. Jesus birthed faith in you. He birthed faith in me. Hallelujah. Jesus birthed it out. So what am I saying? I'm saying you have faith. Glory to God. And it says his example is this because his heart was focused on the joy of knowing that you would be his, that I would be his. He endured the agony of the cross and conquered humiliation and now sits at the right hand of the throne of God. He endured the cross and conquered Hallelujah. He conquered, remember that word, it's humiliation. So what this is telling us, people of God, that our focus must be on Jesus at all times. Even in the good times, we should still focus on Jesus. And most definitely in the bad times. But you don't just want to focus on Jesus only when troubles come. Because if you focus on Jesus all times, when the troubles come, you'll be prepared for what you'll be prepared. You'll be solidified. You will have faith and you will be prepared to endure. Hallelujah. And, 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 and this is how we live as the body of Christ. 
We live day to day with our gaze on the Lord Jesus Christ, with our focus on him, with our, our relationship with him. This is how we live because the scripture says that the just shall live by faith. Live by faith. So that means that we will turn our eyes off of this natural realm, off of what we're doing, and focus on our Lord Jesus Christ, who is the author and who is the finisher of our faith. Hallelujah. Now, Jesus, it said in that last part of the verse saying, his example is this. I'm in the Passion Translation. Because his heart was focused on the joy of knowing that we would be his, he endured the agony of the cross and conquered its humiliation and now sits exalted at the right hand of the throne of God. So what this is saying to us, church, that Jesus is leading us into that perfection of faith. He is our example and he leads us into the perfection of faith. The faith life isn't something that we do on our own. It's not. It is. We are so dependent on Jesus because he's the one that is leading us. We are so dependent on Jesus in this faith walk because he has already perfected it. He walked it out. So while we have our eyes on him, hallelujah, he's walking the way that he already knows how to walk out this faith life, this mature life, this perfect faith life, when he walked it out on this earth. So as we gaze on him, as we lock eyes on him and we follow him, he is leading us through this life of faith. And through his example, he is leading us and teaching us how to walk it out, how to perfect it. That's why the scripture says he is our author and he is the finisher. He is the author and he is the finisher of faith. Hallelujah. He finished it, church, and he is walking us through so we can finish it too, that we can fight that good fight of faith. Hallelujah. And when we see him, hallelujah, when we transcend and see him, he'll say, well done, my good and faithful servant, because our eyes were fixed on him and we followed him. So remember that, church, that Jesus is the author and he's a finisher of your faith. God wants to encourage you and remind you of that point today. The second thing he wants us to remember is that now that we understand and we are reminded that Jesus is the author and Jesus is the finisher of our faith, now we must settle in us. Let it resettle in you. It and I'm going to let it resettle in me that we, that our faith overcomes the world. That's what overcomes the world. Your faith. Your faith. My faith. The faith that Jesus Christ birthed on the inside of you and I. It overcomes the world. It overcomes what's happening around us. It overcomes everything that's going on around us. Because... We are in Jesus and Jesus is in us. And that faith that he birthed in us, hallelujah, glory to God, we will 
overcome the world through that faith. First John chapter five, verse four. First John chapter five, verse four. Let's look at that. It says, for whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. And this is the victory that overcomes the world, even our what? Faith. This is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. Now, who is this speaking about? This is speaking about those who believe in Jesus Christ of Nazareth. It's speaking about you and I. Because we believe in Jesus, hallelujah, we are born of God. And we have the victory that will overcome the world. Even our faith. That's what overcomes the world. Look at verse 5, cha uh, chapter, we're still in chapter 5. Look at verse 1. I want you to look at verse 1 here. It says, because we're looking at, and I want to prove to you who is it speaking about. It says, whosoever believeth that Jesus is the Christ is born of God. So if you believe that Jesus is the Christ, you're born of God, meaning you're a child of God. So this scripture is telling me that if you don't believe that Jesus is, Jesus is the Christ and he is born of God, if you do not believe that, then you're not a child of God. Glory to God. So verse one says, whoever believeth that Jesus is the Christ is born of God and everyone that loves him, that begat loveth him also that is begotten or born of him. Hallelujah. So Jesus, our belief in Jesus solidifies, hallelujah, that verse four is talking about us because we are born of God, hallelujah, and we will overcome the world. And when you overcome the world, you are, you are a conqueror. The scripture teaches us that we are more than a conqueror, hallelujah. So when you overcome, you, you carry off the victory. That's what we do. We carry off the victory or, or, or we're victorious over all foes, just like Jesus Christ was. Remember, Jesus was our example. When he walked this earth, Jesus was victorious over all his foes. Everyone that came against him, everyone that uh, uh, tried to come against him when he was he was tempted in the garden. He overcame the enemy. Hallelujah. He overcame the Sadducees. He overcame the Pharisees. He even overcame the crucifixion. Yes, he did. Hallelujah. How do we know? He got up. Hallelujah. On the third day, he was resurrected. Hallelujah. And then he went to be with the Father in heaven after walking around this earth. Hallelujah. For 40 days. Hallelujah. Our Lord Jesus Christ demonstrated the victory throughout his whole life the victory over all his foes. So if he is our example, and then the scripture tells us that we overcome the world even through our faith, then that tells us that we have the victory over all the foes. Hallelujah. Our faith grants us victory. Say that again. My faith grants me victory. Hallelujah over all my enemies, over all my foes, over all this world, over all 
the, the demons over all uh, what Satan thinking can do. My faith, glory to God, my faith, hallelujah, the faith that was birthed in me through Jesus Christ, the faith that was birthed in you through Jesus Christ guarantees you victory. Yes, it does. It guarantees you victory because remember, Jesus walked it out and he is our big brother. And as long as we keep our gaze on him and follow after him, we got the victory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I want to, I want to read this to you in, in the, the passion translation as well. It's a very good translation. It says, first John five and four says this, you see, Every child of God overcomes the world for our faith is the victorious power that triumphs over the world. I'm going to read that again. You see, every child of God overcomes the world. How? For our faith is the victorious power that triumphs over the world. So your faith is the power that gives you the triumph or the victory that overcomes the world. It is your faith. Verse five says this in the Passion Translation. So who are the world's conquerors defeating its power? So first it says, you see, every child of God overcomes the world for our faith is the victorious power that triumphs over the world. And then verse five says, so who are the world conquerors defeating its power? Who are the world conquerors? Where are these people? Who are these people that are the world conquerors that defeat its power? Well, it answers it. It says, those who believe that Jesus is the son of God. Hallelujah. Those who believe that Jesus is the son of God. So if you believe that Jesus is the son of God, you are the world conquerors. You are an overcomer. Hallelujah. You are an overcomer that defeats the power of the world. Why? Because you believe in Jesus Christ of Nazareth. You believe that Jesus is the son of God. Glory to God. Glory to God. So what we're saying is with our faith, because we believe in Jesus, we comprehend as fact that Jesus is Lord over everything. That's a fact. Jesus is Lord over everything and that his word is true and is the final authority or has the final say in our lives. That's a fact. That's what our faith does. That's what our faith is saying. That it is a fact that Jesus is Lord over everything and his word, hallelujah, is the final authority or has the final say in your life and in my life. Yes, child of God, that's how we believe. That's what we believe. That's how we live by faith in every aspect of your life, even, even on your job, even in your family, no matter what it is that you are facing, no matter what it is that you are doing, if you are in school,